bringing you all the buzz on sports in the Beehive State. It's the Hive Sports Podcast. Jazz, college football, bees, we got them all. So listen up, because we, 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 we got the buzz. Turn down the buzz! Welcome in Cougar Nation to another Hashtag Cause Monday episode of the Hive Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Olson. You can follow the Hive Sports on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Just search at the Hive Sports. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please feel free to give us a rating and review. We want to hear your comments, what you like about the show, and what you'd like to hear more of. But with that out of the way, let's get it started. Um, we're going to definitely talk some b- football today, mostly uh, NFL with the Super Bowl. We got a, a Cougar alumni in the Super Bowl, so that'll be fun to talk about and talk about the championship games for the AFC and NFC. Um, definitely a lot of action for not only BYU, but for the state. Um, and... Then we will talk about BYU basketball and some bracketology as we get closer and closer to March. Still in the snowstorms of January, but we're getting there. So, yeah, let's talk about... um, So, the Kansas City Chiefs are headed to their second straight Super Bowl. And for those of you who follow the Chiefs or or maybe don't follow them as much, um, the head coach, let's start off with that, Andy Reid, he played for BYU and... He's definitely more famous now as a coach than maybe he was as a Cougar, but um, last year he won his first Super Bowl as a head coach. Um, He did win Super Bowl 31 as an assistant coach for the Green Bay Packers. Um, I think he appeared in a Super Bowl when he was with the Eagles, lost to Tom Brady and the Patriots. So now, who is he playing this time? Yep, 43-year-old Tom Brady, and not the Patriots this time. It's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, This time, um, yeah, he doesn't... Because before, Tom Brady was an AFC, so yeah, I think they faced off, and Tom Brady got the best to him, but then he, he won the AFC last year in the Super Bowl, so really looking forward to seeing what Tom, uh, what Andy Reid can do. Um, I, It's kind of a funny story. Last year... Um, I had jumped on the, the Chiefs train um, when they were playing the 49ers. And I know a lot of you BYU fans are 49er fans, but for some reason I was, I, I was just after the Steve Young era and the recent 49ers. I've, I've kind of preferred the Seahawks because I, I cheer for um, Bobby Wagner, former Aggie. Some of you might know I am an Aggie fan. but um, but So last year I jumped on the Chiefs train and decided to wear sport an Andy Reid mustache so for the two weeks before the Super Bowl I did not shave up there and and yeah and they won and and I kept it for a while and helped some of my other teams help the Aggies win the Mountain West Tournament in the mustache march but um, I digress but Andy Reid it's been kind of funny there's been a lot of memes and jokes about some of his I mean we know he has that mask on his upper lip the big mustache um uh, some of my family they like to call it the walrus mustache it's just really bushy and big but um he's he's been sporting some other masks with COVID-19 going on he 
so, um, for a while he was wearing some headgear, like a shield, and it was getting super foggy in his mask, and people were <laughs> making some, I, I was looking at some gifts tonight just because I found the subject funny and thought it'd be funny to talk about, um, but there was one of like Kermit the Frog, and he's just like in this foggy, like he's he's looking at this foggy mirror and just like, um, and, and the caption said, live look of Patrick Mahomes trying to um, talk with um, Andy Reid, like maybe they're talking about play signals or something, but, but Patrick Mahomes can't see the um, expressions on Andy Reid's face when he has that big mask on. Um, so in the AFC Championship game, he was wearing uh, a little bit, but we'll just say he improved his mask game and had one with some Chiefs logos on it and, and definitely looking good. Um, as the maybe as the vaccines come out and um, I don't know exactly how old Andy Reid is but um, maybe he feels a little bit safer now like he can take off the headgear and you know, just wear a regular mask so Andy Reid we're excited for him and he's not the only person with BYU ties on this on the Kansas City Chiefs as a fellow Dan I am a fan of the Dirty Dan Dan Sorensen he, in the AFC Championship game against the Buffalo Bills, he had six tackles, and five of them were solos, and he had a hit on the QB. Josh Allen was just getting hit all night. I think he had like a, this wasn't necessarily Dan that did this, but um, there, there were some people that got to him. He had like a sack where he like ran 40 yards the other way because he was trying to avoid the sack, and it just um, really killed the field position, but... Overall, Chiefs looked impressive. Um, they dominated for most of this game with the final score of 38 to 24. Well, actually, the Bills started off ahead like 9 to 0, and they just kept getting field goals while the, the Chiefs were getting touchdowns. So when you do the math, 7 is more than 3. And so the Chiefs kept getting 7, the Buffalo Bills kept getting 3 mostly. Um, and that was that. Um, so looking forward to seeing at least one, at least some people with BYU ties in there. For those of you who follow other teams in the state, there is a former USU Aggie running back, Darwin Thompson. Um, he had an attempt last year, almost got a touchdown. Um, this year the backfield is pretty um, competitive and, and he's just a second year guy, so. Um, Darwin Thompson will not, I'm not sure if he'll get any looks in the Super Bowl. He hasn't gotten a lot of looks in the postseason, although he did look good in the regular season. But here talking about BYU guys, since it is a BYU podcast, uh, um, I mean, asking if, I, I'm, I always like to do rankings. So like real quick, the people with BYU ties, we have Dan Sorensen, Andy Reid, and also Jamal Williams for the Packers, even though they lost, he did have seven carries for 23 yards rushing and four receptions for 22 yards no touchdowns but there weren't actually any rushing touchdowns um buccaneers played great on defense but of all those guys it's hard to say the chicken or the egg like who who makes more of an impact a defensive player like dan Sorensen or andy reed now i would say like a guy like patrick mahomes like the quarterback like maybe he ha he is a little bit more important position. Like the coach is still important, but you have to have 
a good quarterback to win. But um, Dan Dan Sorensen is valuable, but I would I would say that it's really close between him and Andy Reid. We'll just say the Chiefs, since they got the win. I mean, the combo of Dan Sorensen being coached by a guy like Andy Reid. Um, maybe trumps Jamal for this week. So sorry, Jay Swag Daddy. Um, I was hoping to see a Packers Chiefs matchup, but on the bright side, Cougar Nation, I'm not telling you who to cheer for. But if you want to cheer for a former BYU Cougar, you don't. I mean, you know, there's only one choice. You don't have to choose between Dirty Dan and Swag Daddy, Jay Swag Daddy, um, Jamal Williams. You just you know, you can go with Dan or. I know there's some of y'all that are Tom Brady fans, and he, um, love him or hate him, he is arguably the GOAT, and, and I mean, if he can win one without Bill Belichick, like, there won't be that excuse anymore, like, oh, he can't win without Bill Belichick, because he just is taking, at 43 years old, he's taking the Buccaneers to the Super Bowl, um, just really class act, like, really um, a workhorse with his, the way he studies football, the his diet, and we know we know he has that avocado ice cream. Still, sounds gross to me, but <laughs> it works for him, and he's aging like fine wine. But um, yeah, so if if you want to cheer for BYU Cougar, you can go, you can roll roll with the Chiefs. Um, you can, if you want to grow a mustache, you can let me know. We'll have a contest. You can grow the best one. <laughs> but with that out of the way, let's 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 talk a little bit about basketball. That's the current BYU sport that's going on. So um, BYU, the men's hoops is currently 47 in the Ken Palm ratings. They have won four straight since that loss to Gonzaga. I think we talked about it last time. Um, and just so you know, Cougar Nation, I, I love talking with y'all every week, but we're kind of moving to every other week for now because we have a lot of different episodes and so we we do like Cougars one week, Cause Monday one week, and then Big Blues Day Aggies another week. Um, and if any of you would like to volunteer or or let let me know at thehivesports at gmail .com, we'd love to have some like true blue BYU person helping to either guest or or host the podcast. But um, but anyways, the basketball team currently ranked second best in the WCC. Only WCC lost has been to the Gonzaga Bulldogs, who look like they could win the, the NCAA championship. Right. Currently on ESPN Bracketology, BYU is projected to be a 10 seed and and face the UConn Huskies. So so that would, that would be an interesting matchup. I mean, we know they're traditionally pretty good, but um, those middle tier matchups, it's kind of a coin toss. Like BYU could finally win a a tournament game. It's it's been a while. I think it's been at least seven, eight years. Um, there there was a couple of maybe first round games after Jimmer's days or playing games where BYU came back and won a playing game. Um, so BYU's wins um, in their fourth straight. They beat St. Mary's by ten, San Francisco seventy two to sixty three. So so two like pretty good wins, but not blowout wins, but solid. And then they beat Portland 95 to 67, and then Pepperdine 65 to 54. Um, just going over the player of the game, we'll go. We'll give a player of the game for each game to round this out. Um, in the Pepperdine game, when we won by 11, uh, it was pretty even across the board. 
Um, Brandon Averett led the team with 15 points, had five assists, six rebounds. I, I'd, I'd give it to Averett, the, the small um, point guard. I think he might be six feet with shoes on, but yeah, he was definitely feeling it, hitting his shots. Um, so congrats to him and BYU's 13-3. Only they had two losses, um, USC and then Boise State and, you know, that Mountain West. They're looking good, and it's it's awkward year when Boise Boise is usually a football powerhouse, but they got killed by BYU in football, but then beat them in basketball. Um, but anyways, back to WCC action. So in the ninety-five to sixty-seven win, I mentioned this in one of my articles, and you can check it out at thehypesports.com. Um, talked about some of the great performers on Thursday night. Unfortunately, my Aggies got the loss, but. Um, this game was a blowout, and and one of the guys I mentioned, Matt Harms, 23 points, 6 rebounds, and he didn't really make any mistakes. Like, um, I'll have to check on his turnovers, but he was 1 for 1 from th from downtown from the 3-point range, and then 9 of 9 overall from field goal, um, 4 out of 4 free throws, so he did not miss a shot. He did have 2 turnovers, so... Matt, you need to improve on that. But other than that, I mean, he had an assist, six six rebounds. That's that's aight. Um, a steal. So, you know, that's um, Matt Harms looking good on that win. If we rewind a little bit to the previous week, since we had an off week on the BYU podcast, Alex Barcelo, our main guy, he led the team with 19 points, and he's currently still the Leading scorer for BYU with 15.1 points a game. Not crazy, but pretty good. I think he should be good um, throughout, throughout his career at BYU. We'll look to him to be kind of the leader on this team. So he's he's your player of the game for San Francisco. And then lastly, St. Mary's. Um, they're kind of struggling this year, but it, it was a gritty game. We won by 10 points. Um, so... Genbart, so yeah, it wasn't a high-scoring game for anybody. In fact, Alex Barcelo was the only one to finish um, in double digits with 14 points. Um, looking across the board, um, Caleb Lohner led with nine rebounds. Um, yeah, and assists, Averett led with three assists. So um, I always like to share and give other shout-outs. So, yeah, we'll give a shout-out to Loner for the nine rebounds, but I still think Barcelo wins um, player our player of the game. He gets the game ball. So those are some of your top performers. Um, this next week, BYU um, has a Pepperdine Part 2. Um, it'll be interesting because they just played him on Saturday. I don't know what their plans are, but... Um, oh, well, I guess they played him on Saturday at home. So, okay, I was going to say if they were... Um, the Mountain West is currently, you like played the same team twice in two days. Like I think the Aggies played San Diego State twice in 36 hours the other week. But um, so, anyways, BYU's the WCC does it different. Looks like they're gonna. It, it's it's there's not really a set schedule for the WCC. Like play random teams. Like we played Pepperdine at home. Now we're gonna go on the road, play them on Wednesday at 1 p.m. So they're kind of earlier in, in the day. Um, you can listen to it, I guess, on the radio at 11.60 a.m. at work if you want to listen to Greg Rebell. Or, um, doesn't look like they're on 
national TV for now, but I'm sure that there'll be some type of streaming. BYU TV sometimes picks these games up when they're not as big, or, as big of matchups. And then BYU hosts San Francisco Saturday at 4 p.m., so be sure to check those out this week. And if we don't have a podcast, which, yeah, next week's probably Aggie week, but I'll, I'll make sure to get out some articles and some fun social media tweets. I I, I always like tweeting out GIFs, like those, the BYU Elmo, like the fiery Elmo is a fun one, but um, we'll, we'll have to, to interact more. Just make sure to hit us up. You can... DM us or mention, include us in your mentions at the Hive Sports. Um, so this has been a great podcast, a little bit short but sweet. Um, sports is still going on, so I'm. I mean, I'm. I, I love doing the podcast when sports is going on. It's always hard after March is over to, uh, at least from the BYU perspective, to think of creative things to talk about. Then we get into jazz, and then the off season for most of the sports here, but. Um, definitely have enjoyed your support. Uh, make sure to let your friends know about the Hive Sports. Um, it, it, you can subscribe to our newsletter. Uh, if you go on the site, you'll get a prompt to do that. But that's it for now. Um, rise and shout. The Cougars are out. Let's, let's go, Cougs. TheHiveSports.com has all the buzz on sports in the Beehive State, covering prep, college, pro, and church sports. No way, really? Okay, maybe not that last one. If you want to stay in the know about all things Jazz, Cougars, Aggies, and Utes, then this is the site for you. TheHiveSports.com. We may even feature your high school, so check us out today at TheHiveSports.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Check out TheHiveSports.com because we got... Turn down the water!